Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. The Pro Bowl games happened, and Eli finally beat Peyton. We will talk about what happened there, have another Colts corner, and preview the big game and make our final pick six. So here we go. Yes, that is correct. Eli finally did it. He finally beat his big brother. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that ever actually happened in their NFL career. Now, Eli did better the rival of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Got him twice in the Super Bowl. But yeah. head-to-head, I think Peyton uh, catch. won everything. Yes. Uh, also, uh, even though we're in Texas, a little shout-out to our Indiana folks. IU beat Purdue. Yes. Uh, yay, we did it. I grew up a Purdue fan because of my parents, but then I went to IU, so uh, turned my back on my family. So mm-hmm. uh, go IU. They now have as many wins as in is in a professional football season. Yeah. 17-7, and seven, second in the Big Ten right now. Looking pretty good. Yep. Uh, so the Pro Bowl, what did you think of the overall games, the new kind of setup? What did you think? Um... Well, I first off, I really enjoyed the flag football. I saw all the guys go out and have fun. There wasn't any injuries. Yeah. Ton of fun for them and for I think for me to watch. Yeah. Isaiah was over. I was watching it with him. We all we both had fun watching it. Yeah. Um, the actual games, uh-huh. like the side games, I felt like, for example, move the chains was boring. What were they doing on the best catch? Trying to make a dunk contest. Yeah. Um, tic tac, uh, kick tac toe wasn't bad. I think the um, games that they had Thursday night, I enjoyed those because those were the normal, typical games. Yeah. But the games on Sunday just I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Even the, even the, um, the quarterback game, the uh, still seemed a little stale. In the old days, you would have like mobility things, challenges, mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. You know, this was just like you had a few different targets, and you know that was kind of it. Yeah. How about Derek Carr dropping that line in there? Yeah, I was like, wow, he just said that on live television. Yeah, he he just turned his back on the city that's hosting the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so uh, I know, like, it seemed to me a little like not a little. It seemed like they were trying to make a live video game. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the camera angle in the flag football was like a Madden camera angle. Yeah, you know they did the sky cam from behind, uh, and you know, only thing you're missing was the uh, the A X Y like the controllers mm-hmm. underneath the players. That was it. Like, and yep. then it, it's it was literally like a live video game, and then you have all these mini games in between. So, what was your favorite game then? Um. Am I allowed to say the flag football? Uh, 
Let's let's go other than flag football. I think. Okay. Yeah. What, other than flag football, I enjoyed the gauntlet. That was fun to see all the players work together, and I I guess that was my favorite. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. I would say probably. I would say the same thing. You just because you have lots of different things going on, mm-hmm. uh, different skills, yeah. all in this kind of. Um, relay kind of race so it was pretty cool um what would you do differently um i feel like i like the flag football keep that maybe add some more fun elements to the game to the other games maybe not as much because i felt like that was part of the problem because they had to fit everything in yeah so add more to it and elongate them but not too long so people get bored kind of like in that sweet spot where there's it's elongated enough where you can add more stuff to make it more fun and attending like the football like the quarterback one where you run around and you can do some mobility type of stuff so that's that's how i would fix it yeah i don't know like i would i kind of went back and forth do we do we do the do we do it where all the other games are on another day or do we try to fit everything in the same venue in the same place they were left kind of going different directions because they had the golf challenge they had uh kick-tack-toe and the quarterback thing that happened at different times different locations it, it, just make it a flag football game mm-hmm. and do it this way if you're gonna have three quarterbacks do it like a hockey game where you play three different periods and instead of three different games do three different periods all the same game and everything all works together like that mm-hmm. don't try to do all these different things in between and please please don't do the best catch anymore <laughs> it's it's not a dunk contest yeah a catch contest is not a dunk contest you know what might be fun? What? Let's see all of the football players do a basketball game. Hmm. Let's put them in another sport and see how they fare. I think that would actually be really fun. Or, how about this? Let's take the flag football and they put a little twist on it and let's let them play ultimate frisbee. Oh, I like that. I do like that because it has some football aspects to mm-hmm. it. And I mean, it's pretty easy to throw a frisbee. And, and yet it's completely non contact. Exactly. You will not have any injuries. Mm-hmm. Although there was an injury this week. Mm. Yeah. Somebody uh, dislocated a toe. Oh, man. Mm. It's that surface in Vegas. Yeah. Guarantee it. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, of the whole games then. What was your Mayflower move? Well, there's a lot to choose from because there's a lot of games. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take it from my favorite game, the flag football. Okay. Because I consider that one of the games. Yep. Absolutely. Um, And Kyle Huszczyk diving (laughs) to make that incredible catch. Not necessarily to keep the drive alive or anything major, but it was just... I could see the smile, the big smile on his face whenever he got up. He's like, I don't have a chance to do that in the real game. Yeah. So you got to, like, just have fun. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that play demonstrated 
how athletic he is and how good of a player he is and also how fun the flag football was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine is, uh, I was, I agree with you, great plays in the flag football, but I'm going to give it to Saquon Barkley in the tire run. Actually, I'm going to give it to the whole sequence here between uh, Burns and Saquon into the tire run because Burns just, that over-under, he nailed that. That linebacker Mm over-under, he nailed it, but then he missed hitting the buzzer. Mm -hmm. So he missed it, came back, and so by the time he came back, Barkley was gone. Like, he was, you know, behind. But uh, Josh Jacobs stumbled a bit a bit Saquon did not at all and so he started from behind when he shouldn't have and he just flew through the tires and that's two years removed from ACL MCL surgery Mm -hmm. and you know what that's like yes not fun by proxy I know what that's like and so uh, to be able to do that two years removed fly through and kind of make up what time you shouldn't have lost to me yeah. that's it mm-hmm. who's your star of the game then um I'm gonna have to go with my Mayflower move player do Kyle Hughes take once mm. again doesn't have a ton of chances to perform well uh that catch was amazing plus he had two touchdowns celebrations afterwards amazing because <laughs> he had a shot put yep. and the discus yep um so I'd say Kyle yeah that one drive that he had where he had the discus celebration, that was an all Husecheck drive. Mm-hmm. He threw the first pass. Yep. Right? On the on the screen out, the back the backwards lateral screen out. He threw that. And then he came with the up with the diving catch. Yep. And then uh and then he had the, the catch to go in. I believe that was so he he did it all on that drive so yeah good call I'm gonna go with Geno Smith I think his his flag football game pretty much summed up his entire season like nobody saw it coming and he went get this 14 for 16 yeah. for 239 on a 50 yard field and 5 TDs wow that's pretty good for a flag football game whenever the field is strong. It seemed like every time they made a play, it was a touchdown, right? Just every – it was really good. So from the fake games to the big game. But first, we're going to make a pit stop by the Colts corner to see if they can get a head coach. Still feel like we need something to sit on, a <laughs> blue couch or something like that. All right, we're back inside the Colts corner with our neon sign and blue couch. Yep. You, for all you know, in the audio podcast, and we've got it going on. We just need a little back here for the neon sign. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, head coach update time. Ijiro Ivaro mm-hmm. was hired by Frank Reich. Yep. And the Panthers, so he's no longer in uh, in play for the Colts job. Also, JMV from 1070 The Fan in Indianapolis reported that the team told Jeff Saturday he will not be the head coach. He's no longer in the running. 
I'm happy about that. Maybe the petition worked. Don't get too excited because when your source is JMV, sorry, I love JMV, but you know, he's not. I don't know if he's the most reliable NFL insider like Ian Rapport. Uh, he actually debunked that and said he didn't think that, that was the case that he hadn't heard that so hmm. I don't know um, I'm just gonna I think that's kind of where things are leaning that Jeff Saturday is not in yeah. the running so that's where I'm gonna assume it is and hope it is okay so that leaves you leaves us with this list okay Steichen Callahan Glenn Bisakia. Did I butcher that? Bisaccia. Bisaccia. Yeah, you get pretty close. Yeah. Wink, the only guy with a first name other than... Rahim. Okay. So, we need to break this down. Before we break this down, I got one question for you in a letter rip. You ready? Okay. Letter rip. Which, to you, is the worst pick for the coach? Uh, I think JMV was right. Jeff's I'm not. I'm not even giving you that one. No? Nope, I'm not wow. even giving you. We're just assuming Saturday is out. So other than, okay. other than Saturday, you got Steichen, Callahan, Glenn, Bisaccia, Wink, and Raheem. Um, I'd have to say Wink, probably. I I you hit. I think you hit it. Yeah. That's exactly what I think. <laughs> I was having a conversation with Collier today in the car, and uh, I said, I think they brought Wink Martindale in just to see because his defense had a lot of success against uh, the Colts like, when the, they played the Giants. Mm-hmm. I think they brought him in just to pick his brain about our offense to see what he did so we can try to avoid that yeah. coming up next season. <laughs> okay, so with Wink out, I'm also going to uh, – because what's, what are we probably going to do in the draft here? quarterback okay so i wanted to identify the quarterbacks that these coaches may have worked with in the past okay. to give us a clearer picture of where they come from okay mm-hmm. aaron glenn from the detroit lions he's a defensive guy hasn't really worked hands-on in any way with any uh quarterback he's yeah. out wink also out the two Solely defensive guys are out. Okay. Bisaccia is a special teams guy. Hasn't worked with a quarterback, but he did work as the interim for the Raiders last season. Which means he worked with who for half a season? Derek Carr. Yes, he worked with Derek Carr. And uh, so he worked for half a season with him. um, And now they're both going to be gone from that team. So Mm -hmm. uh, the other defensive guy here, Raheem Morris, was a head coach for the Bucks. So he was there for two and a half seasons. He worked with Byron Leftwich. And Josh Freeman. Remember Josh Freeman? No. No? No. Uh, he was all right. He had, he had some moments, but uh, uh, the, he might have been part of the reason Raheem got fired, I think. Uh, uh, okay. So 
not the greatest of quarterbacks. And Byron Leftwich was okay. He's better when he was with the Jags. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe even better as an offensive coordinator. Um, so that leaves our two offensive guys. Yep. Callahan from the Bengals and Steichen from the Eagles. Who you want to talk about here? Um, I'll take Callahan. Okay. Um, so he's worked with Joe Burrow. Of course. Right? Yep. Bengals. Worked with him since he was a rookie. Yes. I enjoy his system that like the Callahan system that he brings with his offense, I think our system fits well. Yep. Also, he next quarterback, only one year with him, but that was Derek Carr. Okay. He's turned out pretty good. Yep. Also, he's worked with Matthew Stafford. All right. So before that, okay. Mm-hmm. Where'd he start out with? Peyton Manning. He started off in Denver before Peyton was around and then became the quarterback's coach <laughs> when Peyton came in mm-hmm. and won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. Yep. And you know who's vouching for him? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. That's right, mouthful. <laughs> Trying to eat during the podcast. I'm hungry. You're a teenager. You're always hungry. All right. So that's Callahan in a nutshell. Okay. Steichen has worked with Philip Rivers when he was uh, when he was with the Chargers, and then he worked with Herbert when Herbert came in. So both Callahan and Steichen have worked with rookies coming in who have ended up really good, right? Some of the top uh, quarterbacks in the game right now. Mm-hmm. And he also, this season, worked with Hurts. If you remember, at the end of last season, people were kind of like in or out. I'm not really sure on Hurts. Mm-hmm. Seems to have worked out pretty good this year. I agree with that. Both running and passing. So, those are our choices. Here's the other thing. Zach Kiefer from The Athletic reported that four candidates, now, it may be four candidates they're interested in, may not be, four of these candidates want Gus Bradley to stay as defensive coordinator. So what do the Colts do? The Colts block Gus Bradley from being interviewed by anyone else and have the chance to leave. Because he's still under contract and they can. Correct. Awesome. So who <sighs> are the four candidates that want to keep him? I'm glad you asked because here's the thing. In my thought process, you kind of have to go, well, it's an offensive guy because he mm-hmm. needs a defensive coordinator. If you bring okay, in a defensive yeah. guy, he's going to want to either take it on himself or bring his people that he's familiar with unless he really respects him. Visaccia worked with him in the Raiders. Yep. So that's one. Callahan, Steichen, they're both lots of offensive guys. I think that's your third. So then you got you got all defensive guys except for Jeff Saturday still in that mix and Jeff Saturday worked with him and I think he's comfortable with it. He liked the defense where it was. So I think that's your four right there. I couldn't agree more with you. So there you go. That's the Colts, where they're at. We have no more information. We wish we did. Uh, I think that there is more information out there. Uh, there's some schools of thought that 
say that if they aren't going to decide on anything this week, it must be Steichen because he's in the Super Bowl. They yep. can't make the announcement. But the I think the NFL frowns upon any kind of announcement of any kind this week. And so it really could be anybody, even though they could have announced it beforehand. They didn't interview Steichen the second time until Saturday. Hmm. So you what are you going to do? Make your announcement on Championship Sunday? You're not going to do that. And by the time that's over, it's the week of the big game. So you can't do that. Exactly. Now let's jump into some free agency. Okay. We, last week we talked about O-line. We talked mm-hmm. about DBs. This week we talk about our potential needed wide receiver. Okay. Okay? There is a there. long list of people, including a couple Colts, Paris, mm-hmm. and Ashton. Um but as we look at the list here, our list of names that stick out to us as potential grab them in the free agency. It's not guaranteed that they'll be there. Yeah. But uh, if they're not going to be, that means that the team that they're currently with is going to have to pay them big money to stick around. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do in free agency. Exactly. What are some of the names that stick out to you? Well, I looked through this list and I saw three people. Okay. I saw Juju. Mm. Love it. Might be hard to sign. He's one of the younger free agents out there. Yeah. In case he's going to want to keep him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jarvis Landry, he's had a good career. Yeah. I feel like he's about 30. Yeah. He has maybe a couple more years in him. Also, I looked at another young guy, DJ Chark from Detroit. I saw him. I'm like, he played really well. In, he played really well in Detroit. Wasn't, wasn't one of their... Big receivers because they had Amon St. Brown. Yep. But he's fast and he knows what he's doing as a good receiver. Gotcha. So if we end up losing Paris, bring him in. Mm-hmm. That kind of, kind of thing. A Paris spot, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I got some names here. Um, I looked at McCole Hardman. Yeah. If they're going to keep Juju, you got to they're going to have to choose is kind of the thought process. So if they choose the bigger name, Hardman did great, right? I yeah. think he can slide into a spot. Um, I can't guarantee that Darius Slayton is going to be available from the Giants, but that would be nice. Um, and then I'll also Jacoby Myers from the Patriots jumped out. You know? Yeah. But once again, I'm not sure if they're going to be willing to give him up, but not sure if they're going to be willing to pay him enough for that either. The only other name that snuck in, a couple names that snuck into me, okay? Mac Hollins from the Raiders. Okay. Right? With everything yeah. that they're going to have going on with quarterback change and stuff like that, maybe he gets a little lost and he's available, right? Yeah. Or Marquise Goodwin. Okay. They've yeah. already got their top two. Goodwin's good. I mean, it's in his last name. It's in the name. So maybe it's an option. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our thoughts on how the Colts can make their way to the big game. But first, we got to talk about this year's game. Favorite segment for me. I've said it for a long time, and I just enjoy the segment. You love making picks. I do. I love making picks. So, first game, Niners-Eagles. Both picked the Niners and lost it. Yep. 
Bengals and Chiefs. Both picked the Bengals, and we both lost that one as well. We did super great. Yeah. So I'm 69, 39, and 1. I am 70, 38, and 1. It's got to tell you. It is. Here's the thing. We're one game apart from each other. And overall, we've done really good. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the professionals that are on the big sports networks on the TV, they go like 500 Mm -hmm. or just above. We're like well over 500. Yeah. Like, if our record is this, we're in the Hall of Fame as a coach. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. So, we're good. Okay. But it is the pick six, so we're throwing the pick six back in because there are some NFL awards coming up. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to pick the awards that are coming up as well. Okay? okay. So we've got our options pulled up here. Um, first one, MVP, the big one. Big one that everybody talks about. So MVP, you want to count this one down and go on it? Um, we got yeah, Allen Burrow, Hertz, JJ Jefferson, and uh, homies. Okay, okay, three, two, one, Mahomes. Mahomes. All right, okay, okay. Uh, any real reason other than Mahomes? Um, I mean, obviously, it's Mahomes, but I, in um, one of the pick things that we did for the playoffs in my school, I went, I went with Jalen since the beginning of playoffs. Um, I know the playoffs don't matter to the MVP necessarily. They don't. They voted on um, before that. But I think Patrick had over 5,000 yards yep. passing. He mm-hmm. had a decent amount rushing yards. Um, I feel like that is going to outweigh Jalen Hurts' um, passing and rushing yards combined. Uh, Justin Jefferson's not going to get it. And Joe Burrow and Josh Allen kind of they didn't perform enough. Joe didn't perform enough in the beginning of the season. Josh didn't perform enough in the end of the season yep. to get it. So that's where I'm falling there. Yeah, you got four quarterbacks against a receiver. The receiver's going to lose every time. Uh, what I refer us back to the Tyreek trade and how people doubted, how we even doubted, and still what he was able to do without Tyreek. Yeah. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. And I've been a Mahomes doubter for a while. And I, I still doubt it on the ankle and what that might do long term. But I agree with you there. But as of right now, yeah, he good. Yep. So uh, next up is Defensive Player of the Year. Yes. And you got Bosa, Chris Jones from the Chiefs, and Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one, Bosa. Bosa. All right, okay. <laughs> tying it up again. Yeah, I need I need us to differ here somewhere. All right, uh, explain. Um, so I feel like Chris Jones started performing really well at the end of the year, kind of another Joe Burrow type of thing, and I don't think Michael Parsons has been the Michael Parsons he was in the past years. Like Michael Parsons hasn't necessarily been able to. Um, he's been able to get past every O lineman and. Look at the Niners Cowboys game. He wasn't able to get past not even anyone on the line. Yeah, that was that one game against that one uh, amazing uh, our uh, us supported team. So, um, but Mo Bosa has just been able to do things at a different level. I think so. Yeah, um, that's that's what I'm gonna go with him. Okay, mm-hmm. 
we're combining some things here. We got rookie of the year is what we're going to do. They do rookie offensive player and defensive player. We're going to put the two together. And if we get either one of them right, it counts. So you can pick okay. either an offensive or a defensive rookie of the year. We're just going to go rookie of the year to keep it making it six rather than uh, a seven because we don't count the extra point. Okay. okay? Um, so here's the options. Purdy. Uh, Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson, Sauce, Aiden Hutchinson, and Tyreek Woolen. So we're picking, we're, you're picking one offensive, one defense. You are picking a rookie. Oh, either goodness. Who you think might win the offensive, who you think might win the defensive. And if either one of them win, right, if you pick the right you one, get the you get the point okay. for the rookie. Okay. Okay? Ready? Three, two, one. Sauce. Kenneth Walker. All right. We got a difference. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So you got Kenneth Walker. Explain. Yeah. Um, I feel like Brock Purdy hasn't played long enough for him to be considered um for him to be considered an offensive rookie of the year. Yes, he performed amazing. He was undefeated until the yep. um Eagles game. Um but uh, and then also Garrett Wilson, I think Sauce will win the defensive, but I wasn't quite sure on that because I hadn't checked out the defensive side as much as the offensive. Yeah. So I think that um, uh, with the um, lost my train of thought. Uh, oh yes, um, with Sauce winning defensive, in my opinion. I think that not two Jets players are going to win because of the way that they performed this year as a whole team. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Garrett's going to win it. I don't think Brock is going to win it either. So that's why I went with Kendall Walker. All right. I don't watch Jets football. So the only time I see Jets is in a highlight. Yeah. And almost every highlight that I saw of Jets this year, I hear sauce. Hmm. Yep. And it's one name because there's only one name needed, and he's a rookie. So I'm going to go Sauce. Okay. I'm a little surprised we didn't see Olave on this list. Mm-hmm. I got to say. If it was Olave on that, I would have questioned going Kenneth Walker. I mean, I had him on my fantasy team mm-hmm. and picked him up out of nowhere in the draft, and he did great for me all season. Never yeah. dropped him, never traded him. Uh, he was in my lineup a lot, like most of the season. Yeah. In my active list. So, really surprised. All right. Uh, comeback player of the year. We got Barkley, CMC, and Geno Smith. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. CMC. Barkley. Okay. Uh-oh. We got another. All right. Okay. All right. This could be the difference right here. Yes. Unless, I mean, we have others. So, mm-hmm. here we go. Okay. Why CMC? Why CMC? He, like, he was labeled. Like, he had a label that was, like, like it, everybody was, like, he's amazing. And, like, it was, like, he was he's amazing was his first name. And his last name was if he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was permanently attached to him. Yeah. And then he came to the Niners and changed the complexion of that team as if you could do that with the team that they already had. Okay. You look at the points that they scored with him and without him, I think they went up nine points a game. They averaged 
uh, I think 30 more yards per game with him. The impact that he had when he, uh, on that trade was unbelievable. Yeah, I know that doesn't say that's that's not the whole season, but pretty much like the MVP as much as MVP as you can get, right? Yeah, when you make that big of an impact, so yeah, that's what I'm with them. Barkley, um, I realize that I kind of do a process of elimination with my picks. <laughs> Um, Gino wasn't necessarily a comeback player because he's been in the league for a while. Yeah. He, yes, he hasn't performed. I agree. But he started the season. Yep. So I, I wouldn't consider that comeback. And nothing huge happened to him. He yep. just played under Russell Wilson. That's it. Yep. CMC, I feel like he came around the right. He came around the same time as Brock Purdy did. Yeah. So. It, you gotta think. Was it Brock that mm. was changing it, or was it CMC? All right. So they both came around the same time, which I think they both helped each other out. All right. In that, yeah, I feel like there was a lot of passing still after CMC came, yeah. and Saquon, ACL injury, mm-hmm. and really bad ankle injury. Yep, got you. If that's not come back to me, I don't know what is. All right, sounds good. All right, here we go. Coach of the year, um, Devil from the Giants. McDermott from the Bills and all that they had to endure. Peterson from the Jaguars turning that thing around. Shanahan for the Niners doing what he always does. And Sirianni for what he did with the Eagles. So, you ready? Yes. You got it in mind? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going on a little bit of a limb here, but yeah. Oh, you give me inside information. Three, two, one. Sirianni. Oh, I see. That was my backup. Okay. Uh, I got Sirianni because it's Sirianni. I got to give a little love to ex-Colts guys, and uh, he's an ex-Colts guy. And uh, as many people have uh, pointed out, there is no coach that embodies a fan base like Sirianni. Mm -hmm. Sirianni coaches like those fans fan. Yeah, I I have seen him coach. It's very scary sometimes. (laughs) Like, he... Like, he's not from Philly, but he might as well be. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like he has Philly steak cheese, like, running through his veins. Yeah. Already. I agree. All right. Uh, Peterson, um, go for it. I feel like, yes, Sirianna did well with the Eagles. That was my second pick. Um, the Giants coach, yeah, he did well. I feel like that was a lot of running, though. Probably a lot of the off- OC on that one. Okay. Uh, McDermott kind of fell off a little bit. And Shanahan has always been yeah. Shanahan. It's unfortunate you can't give it to a guy just because he keeps on doing what he's always been exactly. doing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but I get it. It's I mean, NFL stands for not for long. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with Nick Bosa winning that defensive player, I think along with that comes D'Amico Ryan's winning the DC. Yeah. And for assistant coach, so I don't think Shanahan's going to win that either. That was my third pick. And right. Peterson did really well with the Jags. Yeah. No one thought they were going to do well at all. Nope. People say, saw Peterson like, okay, maybe he can do something in the future. Yeah. Nope. He took them to the playoffs this year. Yeah. Came back out of nowhere, won the division. Yep. All right. It is time to pick the big game. We're going to talk about it in a second, but I didn't want anything to come between those thoughts and this pick. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready? For yes. your pick yes. of the big game, the final game of professional football this year. Three, two, one. Eagles. Eagles. 
Okay. There it is. Okay. All right. Uh, sorry, Isaiah. We both got the Eagles. Here's the storylines. You got the Reed Bowl, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Chiefs, Eagles, coach both of them. You got brother versus brother. Yeah. Right? The Kelsey brothers, which the real winner in that is the bomb. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, mom's getting more TV time than oh, she's yeah. ever gotten in her entire yeah. life. You got the first two black quarterbacks to ever play against each other in the Super Bowl. Mahomes versus Hurts. But here's the real thing. You ready? None of those matchups actually happen on the field. Yeah. That's kind of weird if you think about it. Both brothers play on offense. Both quarterbacks only play offense. Mm -hmm. Reed ain't playing himself. That's weird. That is very weird. So, let's get to the keys to the game. Okay. Give me it, some keys to the game. We're not like doing keys to the game to for a team that's like you're, you're not rooting right. for either you, one necessarily. Just in general, exactly. Unless you want to take it with your pick, I don't know. Uh, um, I think for Eagles, they have to stop the passing. I feel if you stop the passing and restrict Mahomes more, get a lot of pressure on the inside because of that ankle. Um, stop the pass because that's. That's um, the Chiefs' main game. Yeah. And then once you stop that pass, keep some good zone coverage out on the outside, but also shut down that run with your front four and your linebackers. Yep. All right. Uh, KC's got to stop the run game. Can they do it? The Eagles got to cover long against Mahomes in the scramble, but how good can he actually be on that ankle? True. Yeah. And then I want to see Brown get some beat deep balls. I think if Brown gets two or three deep balls, game's over. And yeah. you ready? Red zone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Eagles sure. have the number one red zone offense. And the Chiefs have the 31st red zone defense. Oh. If they get in the red zone, also game over. Yeah. What are some matchups? Matchups to watch. What are you looking for? Um, I like Darius Slay against uh, Juju. Okay. Or uh, Nicole Hardman, whoever they decide to put Darius on. Yep. Uh, I like Chris Jones trying to get that pressure on Jalen and making those making the DNs for Kansas City to restrict him, close that pocket up on him because I feel like he thrives whenever he runs outside of that pocket, making plays happen. These are both. These both are. Very creative quarterbacks. Um, so I like to see how the defenses can shut down that creativity, make it like a blatant football game like the Colts do. Yeah. It's a, it's funny. It's an RPRO thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's not RPO when you're against Hurts. It's RPRO because it could be a run. It could be a pass. It could be a Hurts run, or it could be like who knows what it's going to be. Right? Exactly. So it's and that's why it's so effective. Um, I'm gonna go uh, CJ Gardner Johnson uh, versus Holmes Mahomes creativity and Kelsey versus CJ Gardner Johnson. Who do you think my one person to watch is? CJ Gardner Johnson. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I want to see the matchup of no, the number one pass offense for the Chiefs against the number one pass defense for the Eagles. I like that. Yeah. I mean, and let's be honest, what wins championships? Defense. Yep. 
If you go back and look at the last two times the number one pass offense and the number one pass defense has faced off, the defense won a single time. One of those was the Legion of Boom versus... Yes, it was. Patriots, right? No. Manning. Remember Manning. The, remember the 43-8 to eight game? Oh. Right after uh, Hendrick was born? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was not and then fun. And then it was... Uh, the <clears throat> the Bucks against the Raiders in O two. Okay. So um so there we go. That's our take on the game. And just so we're clear, I'm also okay slightly if the Chiefs win, because that means the Colts beat the Super Bowl champions. It's true. Yet the Colts only lost by one to the Eagles. And pretty much should have, could have won that game. Yeah. Had it not been for a Zaire Franklin penalty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, no matter what happens, the Colts were just like so close. They were 4-12-1, but they were so close. Yeah. So close. Yeah. Well, next week, we'll talk about what happens in the big game. And that is it. I mean, yeah. what else is there? The game, the halftime show, the commercials... Who's going to Disney World and who's empty-handed just like the Colts? But with the worst draft pick. Oh, there might be something else to talk about. Mm-hmm. Draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to go back in. I'm excited about it. And then I end up watching my videos. Because I hate you. I know. Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable.